Cool, 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 cool. Damn, we out here. Yeah. Did I write down my notes? Yeah, yeah. you got notes. Man, I got here. notes. Just huh? be here. Just, just be with. I'm me. here, man. I'm with you. It's just I have a memory for shit. This comes from some. This comes from somebody who doesn't remember his lyrics. You know, yeah. I have to write shit down, son. You're the Jay Z of this shit. I'm not. You know, I'm more like uh, I'm just, I'm just there. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I want to give a big shout out to y'all for uh. For doing that last show without me, I know it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit was dope though because I was I was on the I was on a, did on site that day. And I was like, oh shit, they did an episode. I was like, dope. Oh, you didn't know? I, I thought know, that, I didn't know. I thought he you told had, you. Where you at? Yeah, we told you that day we were gonna just move on without you, bro. <laughs> oh no, I, I didn't think so. I didn't. I didn't get that. No, and I you was wouldn't like, oh, dare. Shit, they wouldn't <laughs> dare. No, and then I, it was a pretty dope episode because Carlos was talking about going to fucking Comic Con. I was Ooh. like, man, I wanted to <laughs> chime in on this shit. I don't Why, know what, what you said, Juan, but you know, I don't know. Just you know, just be there in the in the moment of him talking about how much fun he had. And, you know, I think he dope. was judging. I'll be honest with you. I think it was like, <laughs> a little was bit, judging. a little bit. Look at this. I think he was sweaty like, yeah. people. Listen, listen. Like I realized that the guitar con. No, 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 no. If if I no, I think uh I I'm more in the in the the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Like that would be my more than comic books, I think. Not the game, but you know what I mean? Like since I was a kid, I used to like, you know, Conan the Barbarian, uh-huh, Viking shit, dragons and shit like that, you know. Oh, E-Man. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never liked Lord of the Rings. I swear to God, like Ernie Neither, was on man. that shit. That shit is whack. I was man. like, what that the fuck is, is so this? Garbage. <laughs> That's the type of shit I have to like really, really give my like. I have to strain and put attention. To yeah. Oh, what you said? Give it a chance. There. Fucking Me? um, uh, what's that shit called? Uh, ginger ale. Oh, so I'm about to Ginger say Brown. that boy Hugo back with the Jameson. Right oh, here? shit. Oh, oh shit. I was actually thinking about that the other day, man. I get beat. buzz, hang out in the fucking garage and just throw up in here. Mm, yeah, no, that's not. That's beyond buzz. That's beyond buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's it just won't. It's, it's either you go do it or you go all the way. You don't do it. That's nah, it, nah. man. See, I, I, haven't found, I haven't found that special spot yet. Oh, yeah. You got to. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's still like in that uh that Sorry, eighteen year old phase where yeah, it's like, let yeah. me just drink and drink and drink. Yeah, yeah no, nah, you, you gotta just enjoy the moment, man. Just sip on a little something and just chill, dude. You I did that shit this Sunday. What you went hard? Yeah, I drank like probably like eight tecates. Ooh, yuck. Damn. Yeah, uh, they were actually pretty decent. And you know, I didn't wake up fucked up. Oh, good for you. But yeah. I woke up fucked up the next day. Oh. Which oh, is weird. Shit. So you had like uh uh like delayed onset hangover. Yeah. Holy Isn't that crazy? Shit. Look at this boy's T zone right here. <laughs> <laughs> all, up in, all up in the macro. <laughs> My bad. No, it's all it's all good, dude. You're the one with the clock pour, it's not me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, bet you're jealous of this fucking wig, though. 
Yeah, it is. That's what you're really yeah, looking you, at. That's a nice that's pompadour you got going. That shit's amazing. It is. Shit. You gonna grow it out? No, nah, I'm just too lazy to go get a fucking bar. It looks like, it looks like something that uh, somebody will rub their shoes on when they will come back in from snowing. I don't know if you ever see those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what the fuck? <laughs> a mud rack? <laughs> Holy to clean shit. your shoes? <laughs> Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. I've I've came to terms with my uh with my um handicaps. <laughs> Yo, let me give you an Edgar haircut, Hugo. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I don't even my know. My face the fuck got that pretty dope. Like my fades are getting pretty oh, dope. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just you know what I want to do is just uh fade the size and keep growing the top. Nice. I kinda want, I kinda want my hair like my kid. Like a, oh, my, my, like my son got pretty cool little hairstyle okay. at the top. You take him to go get his haircut. Now nah, Marina just cuts it. Yeah, so yeah we Word. haven't, we haven't, uh, I haven't taken him to the barber yet. It was funny today. I got out the car near the GameStop here in Richmond, and then some barber was out. I was like, "Hey man, you need a haircut?" Dude <laughs> <laughs> gave me his business card and shit, and that shit was dope, man. I I, just, I felt like I'm gonna just get this fool to cut my hair just because you know. Put I was like gonna that. grow my shit out, but I, I, I can't. It was like that one day where it was hot. It doesn't say shit to y'all, huh? So what? <clears throat> the post office don't say. Oh shit fuck to no, dude! You should see these homeless bums that I work with. Dude. Oh, I see them, dude. It's horrible. I'm like Jesus Christ, iron your pants. Yeah, no, I see dude, them. They are. Man. Um, there's a despicable bunch. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, it's not like the old days. Uh, I've been get. I haven't had a day off in two weeks, dude. I've been getting off late every fucking day. Inflamed, dude. Dude, it's been crazy, man. They, they, and I, and the night lady, I can't escape her, dude. I can't escape her, dude. She's I like, <laughs> yeah, because we have like, what? yeah, so we have like a lot of managers. Okay, a lot of managers walking around, and they all have power to just tell you go do some shit, right? And it's never like you know, like I come in my my day off. Mm-hmm. And then I get done and then they're like, go take this yeah. over there and go deliver these packages. Go help so-and-so. And that shit fucking irks me so much because I'm like, dude, I'm over here trying to just get done. And yeah. these momos out there are just taking their sweet time and shit. And then they call, y'all, I need help because they don't want to finish carrying the carrying the route and shit. And back in my days, they used to be like, you are the help. Take care of that shit. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Fuck. None, none of these fucking young cats do this shit no more, dude. They just walk around like that. Is these one kids? I call them the bruh bruh twins, right? Because <laughs> uh, they talk like my kids. They're like bruh bruh, you know, bruh. They, they don't even finish it. I'm like yeah. Jesus Christ. They they always get on their cases about wearing fucking Jordans. Yeah, and, you know, wearing nice As a shoes. Mailman. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? You wearing no shoes for? You're delivering mail. You already look. Horrible! You're in a fucking male uniform, dude. It's not gonna make your shoes are not gonna make you look any cooler. You know. With that being said, you should hit the intro.
Man, let me finish telling you about these animales I work with, dude. Animales. Fucking somebody, they were flushing down. I mean, it's multiple people in the office. Someone was flushing uh, fucking gloves, fucking tampons. Um, What else did they find in there, dude? They found some other shit that made the whole bathroom just explode and it just started leaking all over the place and the, and the bathroom got flooded my case is right next to the bathroom it smells like fucking the devil's asshole it just stinks the minute I, i'm like dude and I'm, I'm over there trying to hurry just trying to get shit done now to get porter potties and we're outside at the piss and shit in the cold you know and i'm like who the it's fuck fucking cold this week too yeah it has been and i'm like who the fuck puts you know, fucking uh, plastic gloves in the toilet, dude. Yeah, who did that? Gross. Uh, we don't know. Oh, they were hella mad. The boss was like, was well, I mean, there's a, well, there's a handful of, there, I don't know, dude. There's just so many that I, I'm looking, I have my, my, I'm looking at certain people. I'm like, you, no. you a nasty fuck right there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm like, you no, know, you could tell most people just by the way they are, their body language, and you're like, yo, man, I don't want to have to use the bathroom after this motherfucker right here. Yep. I could tell that he shits like a rhino. Yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? There's a handful of those people there. De- uh, dehydrated rhino, too. So it comes out sticky on the walls. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, and all that shit. So I understand tampons because that's 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 been happening since the dawn of time that females like think it's okay to flush shit down the toilet. Um, yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah. yeah. So how do you how did you guys get like, did they show you the collection basket? Like, how? no, no, no. So what ends up happening? Right. That's kind of gross. So I have to it, I started the other day where I, I come in from. Uh, you know, finishing the, the route and shit is late and I have to use the bathroom hella bad. This shit says closed, right? And it the stench, the minute you walk in, it's fucking horrible. It's just horrible. And then they got it blocked off. And then uh the next day, they they know what, you know, it was like you guys gotta use the bathroom outside, right? And um the following day, the the fucking plumbers come in and they're over there working this shit out. Yeah. Uh, then the next day after that, they finally give us a stand. plumbers talk. did they use? Did they, is, are these uh, male plumbers, like male people? No, I'm sure they, they, they had to go with third party because it cost them like six grand to fix it, which it, it didn't. Yeah. Someone flushed the toilet again and just like just fucked up the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because the, the the fucking lines are so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So and they're over there just like taking out all kinds of shit. Yeah, you know. And then uh, the Best Buy too. It happens that like sometimes it's so bad it backs up into the parking lot. It was hilarious because the boss was over there, like, like you know, got us all there for a stand up talk and shit. That's what they call it. Ooh. And they're like, they're Stay like deliver. <laughs> and then he, he's like, he's like, uh, I'm sure you guys are enjoying the porta potties outside, right? Is that right? You guys like them outside? Because I don't. And he was like, they took out uh, feminine, you know, fucking napkins, uh, napkins, gloves, fuck 
paper from the 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 towels and all kinds of shirt, a fucking union shirt. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> and then he was like, and then people were like, I was like, fuck, and I was like, fucking disgusting. I'm mad because you know, in the morning, you know, I'm leaving the house, and sometimes I gotta take a shit, and so I gotta go to the bathroom there. Yeah. Or if, the, if that fucking Vietnamese coffee kicks in, yeah, you know, there's no stopping me, right? Yeah. But. I don't have a problem with taking shit in the porta potty. This is Charlie Cockers. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the fucking porta potties outside. What's the weather? Yeah, because uh, you know I, you would, I did security for so long you, and shit. And you learn how to wipe with your a, hands. I'm not a porta potty man. No, nah, no. Nah, Me nah. either, dude. That's yeah, nobody that's is, man. Dude. Nobody is. Yeah. But but you a but you have to barbarian. Yeah. When you drink that Vietnamese coffee, oh, there's no yeah. negotiating. That shit is gonna explode, dude. Yeah. So, anyways, and he's like, he's like, he's like, I paid six thousand dollars. You one of his old, old carriers was like, You got ripped off. <laughs> everybody starts <laughs> laughing. And he was like, Oh, you think that's funny? Oh man, he was heated and shit. He was heated. I was like, you fucking the older ones in, in the office, dude, are the most childish, dude. Of course, you know what I mean. And they got no. They give no. They, they, they don't, don't give a, a fuck. fuck. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. That if they if they introduce new procedure, yeah, oh, they're fighting. They, they gonna implement that. No, they, they're they're like, why am I gonna do yeah. that? I've been yeah. doing things fine for fifty years. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. It's but yeah, no. I'm 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 equivalent to that. You know what I mean? I've been doing my position for so long. I'm equivalent to a disgruntled motherfucker you know what i'm saying like i show up every single fucking day but i don't ask me to do nothing new (laughs) yeah it's like what what you want me to what no 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 no. yeah no that shit's ridiculous all right so after after his after his call to arms in the um in the uh the office the puddle yeah oh he just said he said he was just said he just said it, he was like, if I find out who did this, I don't know how he would. No. I don't know how he would. But yeah. he was like, there's going to be, you know, you're going to have to pay. You have to pay something because this money could have gone to something else. Like what? Man, that's what I know. I was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's not going to go to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so, like what? Like, what's what the fuck out of here? Motherfucker. It's like, like dude, I still got, got this. Y'all got maintenance budgets. Get the fuck know, out of here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, I'm like, what? What are we going to get new? Oh, I, mean, I had planned to, to get you guys new water filters. I want <laughs> No more. No more, dude. I've, dude. I've been waiting for my ID before the before the pandemic started. I don't have a fucking ID. You know I what I mean? It's name like, tag or yeah, something. I don't have it. I don't have it. I've been asking, filled out all the paperwork, and does that get you, like into the building? Is that what that is? Or do you have no? Well, to get into my scanner, I have to scan my badge, uh-huh. right? So I don't have a badge, and then they want you to have it on because yeah. you could get written up. Of course, if a postal inspector comes up and he's like, "Where's your badge?" I'm like, "Yo, I lost it." Mail and then they're like, okay, well, you know, that's a write-up. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck, dude. That's what I've been waiting. But they wasted $6,000 on the plumbing and shit. I guess that was <laughs> the budget of, you know, with the fucking yeah. ID. Now they can't get it, you know? Sounds like total bullshit. Yeah. So, and that was it. And then he was like, dismiss. Because <laughs> he is a military dude. Oh, oh he's a military shit. dude. Yeah. How, how long ago? Let me ask you that. Oh, he was in uh, Desert Storm. And okay. that shit. Yeah. 90s asshole. Yeah. He was working on planes. He's a cool dude. I actually like him. He's a cool guy, but 
you know, it's like, I mean, I was mad too because I'm like, fuck, dude, what kind of dumb fucks? These people, man, come on. I mean, we all fucking shit here, dude. I guess because I had it go really bad and that day was just like, yeah, it booty. stunk. Huh? Man, the, your booty was all clenched. Yeah, Down I have to line. wait. You, you, know, you have to psychologically, you know, like I go into your happy space so you won't fucking shit your pants, man. Oh, my Lord. So, Hugo, so while, while Charlie is over here shitting in blue water, <laughs> you, you were over there swimming in blue water. Beautiful in Hawaii. Blue water, in Hawaii. So, anything, what, like what, island, what island were you at? You bro? were in Oahu. Oahu, man. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've been to Oahu and Kauai. Okay. And this is my second time in Oahu. And uh, yeah, man, when we got there, like the sky is so fucking blue, dude. Yeah. So blue. Yeah. You, you take your pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're taking pictures behind you with selfies and shit. Yeah, like, fuck. This looks like a fucking virtual background and shit. But, uh, oh, damn, Zach. It's beautiful, man. Like, like going on vacation is like you know getting head. You don't know you need it until you experience it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, if you. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. So, oh, so if, if you if you uh, you guys ever get to go, man, do it, man. It was nice, man. Well, Taking we my mom the whole time, man. Did you go hiking? So, like, all right. So the, when we first got there, because you were mama, right? I was with my mom, my two kids, both on the other age of five, and my wife, mm. and uh, they did pretty well on the plane. Okay. You know, it had been so a, a while since I've been on a plane myself, and so so they were you get you down, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, were, like, <gasps> you get jitters, man. You're like, fuck, this plane is gonna go up in the sky. <laughs> I can see the Hugo's yeah, face. Oh man, and then, it is know, a trip, dude. You know, like and then, you think yeah, I'm wearing the, wearing the fuck, and then we're in the air, and I'm like, man, I just got to think that. I, this is how I think about when I'm in a, on a plane. I'm like, you just on a trans, you're like you're being transported. You're not really in the air. You're just gonna get there. Yeah. See, I you go, know, I but, go uh, opposite. I think of La Bamba. Fuck you. Oh, I think of all crazy shit, but I don't want to do it there. Yeah. You know. So, uh, yeah, my son. You know, he was spooked for the first like 10, 15 minutes. After that, dude, that food not go to sleep. Yeah. Chopping it up. How long is the airplane? The flight is about six hours. Hey. So six to five hours. So yeah, when we first, so when we first got there. Um, we get into a taxi because we want them to take us to the fucking airport. I mean, to the rental car place. Uh-huh. But the taxi ends up taking us to the rental car place where they're no longer there. Apparently, we learned that the that the uh, fucking uh, rental car place is actually at the airport. So he took us all the way back. Oh. Where he picked us up from. And then we got on the shuttle. And, the, and then the, the cars, they have like a uh, all the rental cars right next to the airport. It's kind of like just... Like Oakland. Oakland's kind of the same way. I guess, right? But yes, yeah, so it was like they have a, a Alamo, Hertz, all these, and then they got the cars there. We got in the car, and the first thing we did was go to Waikiki. Waikiki Beach. So we went swimming. My mom lost her glasses, which kind of sucked. Ooh. She has a hard time seeing. <laughs> she lost it in the water. Uh, but yeah, we, we hung out there for about three hours. The water then, uh, once, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool. And then on the way, on the way out of the beach, my mom was like walking behind me because I was, you know, I was watching my mom and my kids. Yeah. 
And so my kids are ahead of me. And next thing you know, I look back, my mom fell. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but like, not like super hard, but like fell over because the, the yeah. tide, the water hit hella hard. Oh, she was in the water. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like on the side of the beach, you know, walking uh, uh, yeah. adjacent to the water, but the way. Oh, hit her. so she was walking on the beach and then the water came and swept under her. Yeah. And then she's kind of trying to get up. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's hit again and then she knocks down and you know I'll let you pick her up but we're just fucking laughing and dying and shit <laughs> yeah that shit was fucking funny man Damn. no she's also laughing with us too like fuck don't tell nobody and we told everybody <laughs> told her, shit tell all our millions of listeners <laughs> yeah and then oh yeah I forget I forget we're on the fucking podcast but yeah man we end up uh, after that we ended up going to the oh, the resort which is by like in the neighborhood Mm-hmm. The resort is nice, man. Like yeah. you get there, it's like thirty-five minutes from where the the beach was. So for the beach was, it was like from here to Hayward. Yeah, okay. So we get there, and then uh, we knock out. Next day we go to which. So we got there on a Wednesday. Next day is Thursday. We ended up uh, going to the pool that's in the resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, you know, and then um, after the pool, which was like from nine to ten. At ten, we ended up going to. We got on a boat ride. We went to a sand beach, which is pretty dope. It's like a beach in the ocean. Oh, okay. So it's like the water, the the um, the water just gets pushed. Uh, the the ground gets pulled up, and you have like four feet or six feet of a space that you can just walk around and shit. You know, and it's pretty pretty dope. And then we what saw some water. Like, yeah, so it's like it's imagine the beach. Uh-huh. Imagine the oh, you, you're on the, you're in the water, and in the middle of the water, it's a it's a oh okay land but it's like okay. a sand beach yeah you're still in the water but they're like if you if you walk long enough you can fucking uh move away from the the turf or the land and then fall back into the to the water so but uh yeah so we did that had burgers on there on the boat and then we want to go see turtle watching and then uh Turtle watching was pretty dope, man it's a fucking big ass turtle i saw a turtle and i was like god damn this is the size of one you know that shit it they're like fucking humongous dude it was pretty dope dude. So, like you had to put like you you like you looked above and then you yeah, see so we're, turtles. Yeah, so, we're, oh. so basically we're on the boat we get back uh, on the boat and they uh, take us to where the turtles mostly are and then the guy's like okay 12 o'clock if i say 12 o'clock the turtles over here if i say three o'clock look over there then so we saw like six or ten turtles and shit. You were looking all the wrong ways, huh? Yeah, no, I spotted them first. No. <laughs> but then the next and then after, the next activity after that was snorkeling. I wasn't fucking with that. Yeah, I wasn't fucking so, with snorkeling. So she did. She went and Marina went in that. there. Yeah. And then my son, <clears throat> my son wanted to go in there. He was crying. Yeah. And uh it's something about yeah. water being around my ears. Mm-mm. I just don't like animals in there, you know. Yeah, yeah fuck I that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see. But you know, she saw some shit, she liked it. Okay. Um and after that, we just mostly spent, went to the beach every day and in the pools. Yeah. That was it. And it was kind of relaxing, man. The better than Disneyland. Because you just, you know, chill. Chill, mm-hmm. go on the beach, have water, fucking play with the kids in there. Hit the waves. They like the water and shit. So, yeah, man. I miss it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, man. You got to go, dude. And I'm, you know, it's cool. Me, I'm going to never go. But I'm going to try to send them there so they could have a blast. Like, <laughs> Yeah, boy. Uh, uh-uh. uh. He doesn't do beaches. Yeah, do. yeah. I guess so. <laughs> so lame. I want to go. Yeah, I want to rent yeah. a big ass van or something. Yeah, but I felt really, I felt really happy and, you know, kind of accomplished and grateful for it. For okay. it, you know, that's, like, that's yeah, tough. man, it's dope. 
So, yeah, man. That well, was uh, that was an exhilarating story while the uh, the world goes to war, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's happening. Um, we'll keep it a little light, but, you know, as, a, as we speak uh, right now, which is on a what, Thursday. Yep. On a Thursday right now. So, you know, shit's going down over there, y'all. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck. Um is going to happen from here. Maybe we'll just play spectator. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of whack though. The footage is hella spooky. Um, I feel yeah. bad for people. Yeah. Superman. I feel bad. Sucks. For like it sucks. Cause I like, all I can do is just imagine if we were in this situation and then they were, they were hitting us, you know, it's like somebody was hitting us, you know what I'm talking about? And then all of a sudden we had to, to gather stuff and take out cash of some sort yeah. and then you had to make sure that you know everybody was accounted for yeah that's a lot of responsibility to do in a very that's, short time you know what i mean and yeah, now they're yeah. saying that all the men from age 15 to 60 gotta stay in the country that none of them could leave mm-hmm. i'm like oh shit man this shit's so fucking lame but uh all we could do is just hope from the beat exchange standpoint, all we could do is just hope that it doesn't escalate too, 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 too far. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. As we know, history goes. Um, all it takes is one made-up story for the whole world to get involved. Yep. And that's what will probably, probably will end up happening. But let's just hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, in, uh, but in, in other words, Kanye did a Donda 2. Oh, yay. He did a he did a live Kanye West. He Was did a live stream. Uh I you know, I, I he didn't release it yet. I don't know if y'all paid attention to that, but he released it only on that that little diaphragm player. <laughs> yeah. You seen that? Okay, yeah. so it's a stem player. Right. So um it's a cool concept. There's nothing, you know, it, it essentially it's you know, an MP3 player iPod. But it only plays the given songs inside. I've yet to understand if whether or not it is essentially a all-around player, or it mm-hmm. only plays that single album. I ha- I don't know. I don't know. It's two hundred dollars. I heard it's made in Russia. <laughs> that could very well be true. So what is it like a a cassette? Take no, it dude. It's just like what a little. It? it looks like the Power Rangers fucking. Yeah. Yeah, uh, little, Morpher thing. Yeah, yeah uh, that's what it looks like. And then he, you just play the shit through there. Yeah, and it has speakers apparently. Does it have okay. speakers or does it have a, a headphone jack? My kid, I get my Kanye second hand. Yeah, right. And I'm fine with that for the rest of my life. <laughs> and, and half of the things that my kids show me, they're like, "Hey, this is you know, do you see what Kanye's doing?" I was like, "Oh no, don't. That's cool." Hey, well, no, well, the fact, well, the fact, the fact, and point is, is that he's able to tap into that generation now. Oh, they they don't like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Well, oh, the music. Well, Go ahead. Let me say. Okay. Talking about Kanye, like the uh, the Netflix documentary is fucking dope. That's tight. That is dopest, probably the most yeah. dopest hip hop shit I've seen ever. Yeah. Carlos, you got to give that shit a try because I know you biased against Kanye shit. I watch it. I watch it when they make well, a, D- a Dilla documentary first. Fuck that. Look, you got to watch it because it's uh they follow this dude from the beginning of his 
music. Mm-hmm. Like from what he was nothing. And it's real like footage. It's his homie just filming him. Mm-hmm. You know, going through. It's the not the first time it's ever happened. There's people that's been filmed through their whole I, I, career. Through the whole career? Yes. Well, that's the first time I've ever seen it. And I was I was I was glad it's to see something. It. I think I think if I remember correct, uh uh Oh my God. Was it the Stone? No, nah, it wasn't the Stones. Yeah, the Stones had one. The Stones had one when they followed them from the jump. You just got to have somebody to believe in you. Right. I mean, and give up their life to film you. Film you the whole fucking way. You know, yeah, and, that's what, and that's what, to me, that's what yeah. I, it was, yes, it was one part Kanye story, but to me, it was more about the video dude. Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. so far, I've only seen one part. I didn't see the second part yet. Second part get better. The, the 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 first part is like you're seeing the fact that this dude absolutely committed his whole life to filming Kanye come up because he believed in the Kanye movement and mm-hmm. he gave up his career. He gave up everything that he had and just went on a whim and followed Kanye to New York. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 so for that, it's it's super duper interesting and then you do see kanye in his most vulnerable stage when people are absolutely like not slamming, paying attention the, to slamming the doors on him mm. you know what I mean? and he and all all they want him to do is be a producer like yeah. you're not oh you're rapping cool okay and now make me this beat yeah, yeah make it, beat. hey man wait to get my beat. where's my beat and everybody was not hearing him out so i definitely do and getting dismissed by by cats on Rockefeller that you don't know even existed until you see this shit. Like, yeah, oh, that's, like it's crazy, man. And most deaths in it, Talib's in it. Yeah, like, oh, it's, yeah most deaths and Talib definitely were 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 definitely to his shit. Yeah, like they 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 bought into him. Uh, even Memphis Bleak looked like he yeah. bought into him. You know what I mean? It's like Dame Dash bought in. And you see all these people and you could tell who definitely was believed in what he was trying to do and was trying to help out as much as they can because they seen the talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't excuse anything that he's been doing in the past. Of course not. No, all his rollouts, not. every single yeah. rollout that he does is absolutely tainted with bullshit. But this documentary is definitely one of those things to bring him down a couple notches and then you see some interactions with him and his mom and you see how how nice of a person well how 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 she comes off on the documentary as a very grounded person for somebody who's you know energetic like him like he would go to her house and he would he would she would just talk to him down, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just just be the real voice in his life. So yeah. for that, that's pretty tight, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, I don't have, up until like, you know, maybe the past couple of years, I didn't, I, you know, I, I don't have anything based like that, you know? So when I see something with somebody providing that in their family, that's mm-hmm. very, that's, that's like, wow, that's, that that's definitely, yeah, it gets me because I'm like, damn, dude, like you lucky, dude. Yeah, you's lucky. Yeah, lucky, man. Lucky you have somebody to believe that believes yep. what you're what you're trying to do. And it's not telling you shut up and get a job. You know, yep. it is yep. like that's the thing I like about it the most, man. Yeah, like it's you, that, you see a, real a dude just going against everybody and he's just having that constant belief. 
Like yeah. the second, the second episode, they they he was on Rockefeller for a whole year, and they delayed him from trying to get that first album out. So what he ended yeah. up doing was he would end up using other people's studio time, calling favors from his friends, and record the album before the he had the album done before they gave him a recording budget to do it. Yeah, you know they oh. like they shelved them, dude. Yeah, and, I wonder why he, he found went. a way, man. He found a way. He put yeah. up his own money to make his own video. While it just it just made me it made me feel some kind of way because he had this belief in trying to get his music heard, but yeah. he needed these motherfuckers to validate him. Although he knew he was already there, yeah. It's just like, like, but he just kept pushing and pushing, and just and it came for him. You know what I'm saying? And, and I felt very happy for him for that. But like, even yeah. if it wasn't him. It's just the artist, motherfuckers keep telling you no, they put you on, they sign you, and they sign you to shelf you. And you're different from everybody in that whole Rockefeller. Everyone's fucking gangster and all, all this other bullshit. And he's like totally the other side, ruckus, conscious hip hop. Supposedly, he didn't see himself as a. But he was. Yeah. No, so subconscious. <laughs> what do you, why, do you, why did he go with Rockefeller, not Damien Dash? Because. Rockefeller. Because Damon Dash, because they separated, right? That was no, later. later. That was much, much later. Like, but I remember seeing a thing where Kanye was like, where Damien was more uh, into, like, he like liked Kanye a lot and believed yeah. him as an artist and uh, rapper and all that shit. About later, later on when they were Rockefeller split. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he went where the money went. And then, yeah, yeah and Jay-Z. Jay-Z had okay. the money. Yeah, I mean, outright, you know, and, and if if you look, if you look at the way he's moved, okay, he didn't want to go to Rockus because he knew that Rockus didn't have the budget that he was looking for. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't go. He didn't go with them initially. Like no, I'm he, talking with Damien, though. I, yeah, no, I'm getting to that. So. So we like the way that Kanye seems to move is that he wants to have the best budget that he could have to make his his vision come to life, right? So uh, Ruckus wasn't going to provide that platform for him. So even though he was having meetings with them, he was never going to go that way. He was using it as a way for them to pay attention to him, to say, yeah, Ruckus wants me too, you know, Columbia wants me also. So then finally they get him on, 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 on Rockefeller. Now later on, once, once Rockefeller splits and then they had to go their own separate ways and you had to make a choice. Damon Dash didn't have anything in the music industry at that point in time. Mm -hmm. He didn't have shit. He he wasn't he wasn't he, I don't even think at that point in time he was really involved with the music. It was all Jay Z. Mm. Jay Z had the the pull on the budget. I think even at that time he might have still been with Def Jam. Like he was already making his way up the Def Jam. The, the <clears throat> I thought he did. I thought he had like a, a whole thing going on. Because I remember that. He might have had maybe a couple of, of players. Like oh no, he had Cameron. I think that's who he had. Mm. I think he had the Cameron camp. Right. But, you know, sometimes, you know, people have a a sense about certain things. They're like, yeah, you know, I respect you, bro. But because Jay-Z was like one of the cats that was kind of giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Right. 
And like one of the guys that he wanted to be validated from. Yep. Yeah, validation, man. Such a fucking it's a beast, man. People yeah, look is. from it for their parents all the time. And it's, yeah. yeah, man. That's why I love your kids. And then you just told me you like me, Juan. Save me a lot of grief from where you are. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. and then and then he tried to get the validation from the fucking fashion world yeah and so i was gonna get lead to that because like look at the moves that he's doing right, right. And so you get to the whole sway thing yeah way was telling him in his ear well why don't you just do your own line you should be able to do your own things but he didn't want that yeah, he wanted to be with the he Gucci's and the, the yeah. big boys. He wanted to have Versace's and all that shit. I think he got there too, right? Got he got there. there. He got there. It took him a little time, but he got there. Yeah, and I, I think what he's trying to do is own back his music because he has enough money to do that. Oh, he, yeah, he'll be able to do all that. That's that, you know, that's not gonna, that's definitely not going to be a problem that he's going to be able to, to to own his masters or whatever. You know, whatever that's worth because he's still probably you know you own the masters, but it's not like. It's it's not the same as a Bob Dylan or a, a Paul McCartney to own their masters, because when those people own their masters, they they wrote the songs, they composed it, they 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 came up even though if they would have ripped off licks and riffs or whatever, whatever the case is, but it's still them that crafted it. Whereas uh-huh. a lot of Kanye's music, you know, especially early on was heavily sample based. So even if you pay the people, you're still paying residual royalties to those other people. And you're, you know, hip hop music is one of the most uh, collaborative style of music, especially when you start getting to the upper echelon, there's writers involved. There's all kinds of producers that, that, that probably aren't accredited, but still get royalty money. Right. So, so that, that's where like, Yes, he will own and probably able to point where his music get goes. You know what I mean? But it's never and even with the stem player, right? You think about the stem player. The uh-huh. stem player, you know, he, he, he there's no value in the music, right? Yep. There's there's some value there, but the value really is that he's selling you a piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. Right, kind of like what 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 all these other companies do. They're selling you a piece of hardware. The bonus is is that you get this exclusive cut of his new album. Kind of like when you two used to upload their fucking album that you couldn't erase on the iPhones. Yeah, that, yeah. They, that, they did that Me once. Too. Yeah, that's and, it. No one liked that shit. shit was yeah, well, what the yeah. fuck. Yeah, it was annoying. What Uno does Torse, man. When he was fucking hitting you with that. Like my thing is, is like. Unless this is really going to bounce off, you know, for him, like what's he really he's selling his music strictly through this item, which is cool. You know, many artists have done this before. Nipsey mm-hmm. hit it. He sold a hundred dollar CD. I don't know if you remember that, guys, where yeah. he was selling his albums for a hundred dollars a CD. Um, Rock Marciano and 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 Brownsville Car, they've been doing. Uh, direct sales for a long time, uh, selling their albums directly. I think Talib was even doing it too. He wasn't selling his albums on music. He was going directly to a website and he sent you a, 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 a direct folder. So it's not a new concept. Like nothing he's doing is new. And, and 
at the end of the day, he's trying. I like, I don't know how much money you truly, truly make because I don't know if he owns a piece of that company, mm-hmm. right? You know, the, the the actual hardware company. Like, do, does he own a piece of that? You know what I mean? Like, what's the success rate on selling something like that? Like, is there a future for that device, or is it just, hey, I have a. So oh, when, when you when you buy that thing, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, like they they used to have these. Like these single cassette players that used to only play like in sync, and, and no. it, it was like these weird old little players that were single song players. Ooh, no, yeah, they used to that. be like little baby cassettes, and you you would buy like Color Be Bad, and then later on they redeveloped it, and it was like a single like a toy player, and it would only play in sync or Britney Spears and some shit like. Oh, that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah no. they're, they're like little toys. You get for your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they yeah. were just out there already, already. You know, saying, but uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's it's, I don't know. Okay, well, one more thing I did like about that documentary is. They show him recording the first album and how he's actually just recording it in his room and then taking the vocals to the studio later. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not fucking rocket science to record yourself. Like I'm not rocket science, but like uh, you don't need a whole lot of you don't know. You don't need the whole fucking studio like you think you would. <laughs> you know? And that's one of the dope things about it. That I like. So, yeah. Anyway, I saw Paul. Dope. I saw Poetic Justice for the first time. And, hey, Tupac uh, makes Tupac being a mailman fun. No, yeah, Tupac man. as a mailman is the the least realistic shit I've, I've ever seen. I've never watched that movie in my life. Why? I watched it for the first time. His shirt is uh, too clean, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. And the fact yeah. that he has to go to drive a postal truck to... Uh, Oakland. Oakland. I was like, who? no one does that. No one's the post office is not paid for that. You stole, oh, it, you stole that shit. Oh my god! <laughs> it was a good movie. Stuff. I like I like poetic justice. It was cool. Yeah, man, it was dope. What's it about? Um, uh, fuck, you know what? It's a love story, really. Like, I, okay, this is what I remember. Janet Jackson, I think, goes on a trip with him. Right? Is that no, what happens? He goes. She goes on a trip. Uh, with him reluctantly because she's tagging along with her friend and her mm. friend's boyfriend. But uh, right, yeah, she's uh, Janet Jackson had, had just witnessed a fucking murder, which she it was, was her boyfriend. Q-tip. It was Q-tip, yeah. Q-tip, he got Q-tip shot. That's right. Q-tip gets his head blasted. She's yeah, crazy. Good. And so she goes on this joyride, and she had met Tupac before because um, he visited. He was dropping mail off at the nail salon. You know, have you ever done that, Carlos? Yeah. Nice. Anyway, yeah, so no, nah, you don't want to go in there. Them places smell like fucking <laughs> my meth lab and shit. Yeah, yeah, I dude. walk in there, my head hurts. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. But anyway, yeah, she meets uh, she meets Janet Jackson there, and then you know he tried to get at her, and then it didn't, it didn't go right, you know. And she's still trying to get over the fucking Q-tip death, and um, yeah, so she ends up going on a ride uh, with Tupac, her friend, and her friend's boyfriend, all the way to Oakland, and, shit. and that's the movie. Yep. I'm gonna watch the rest. But the, my favorite part is when Janet Jackson says, My titties are sweating. I was like, Oh <laughs> shit, dude. That shit looked nice in that movie, man. I she did, like, yeah. Yeah, she's man, dude. Beautiful. Anyway. Yeah, yeah I she, like that movie. That you know which movie? Remember uh what was that one movie that Tupac played a, a heroin addict? Oh uh, uh, he was luck. a bass player. Good luck. Good luck, yeah. 
don't remember what yeah. that shit was about either. Wasn't he <laughs> that, a cop? No, he was a heroin. Is that the one? Is that the one where he gets his stove cut? No, 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 no. The one is the cop. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The one where he gets his throat cut, uh, he's like some type of gangster, right? And then uh, that dude's brother, who was like a Vietnam vet. Uh, yeah, I forget. Yeah, I forget. He was in a couple movies, dude. He was a couple movies, man. But that one, I think, where he's playing the bass player was cool because he wasn't playing the, the typical, Pretty you normal. know, thug life dude. You know, he was playing a bass player. Yeah. You know, and he was in a band with the other guy, uh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Combination. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah no, uh, I don't. I've never watched poetic justice even though people refer it took me a long time to watch above the rim even though i listened Word. to the soundtrack soundtrack hella times prior to uh watching the actual movie oh and talking about movies i ended up finally watching all eyes on me which i didn't like yeah Man, you're going down like a yeah, yeah i went down to tupac rabbit hole the last two weeks that's stupid yeah. <laughs> hey, don't be hating on me, dog. You, know, you, you drop, you drop rappers like you know. I listen to you know. You have no favorites, dude. You just you know. I, I go back, go back to listen to. Talk about man. I'm I'm sorry, you fanboy. Uh, hey, so what, man? I have I, you know. Oh, uh, Tupac, got, got Tupac, the, man, Tupac. That's my dog. You, you got, know, the, but, got the bathtub jewelry on. You know what I mean? Oh man, I wish, man. But yeah, I didn't like all eyes on me. I liked the beginning of it. Uh huh. Because, you know, some pretty cool parts like Money B is playing himself. Uh, some of the outlaws play themselves. But there's this one part in the video where he's in jail and they're interviewing him. And then um, I don't think I've seen he, this. He, one. he gets on the fucking camera and he's like, I'm coming, coming back. Y'all go, hey, no, this other, you know, like I'm coming back to make my return. Y'all better watch out some bullshit like that. And I was like, he ain't say that, dude. Yeah. I saw that fucking interview, man. That interview, he's he's, he's calm as fuck. And, you know, he tells you like numerous times that jail is not the spot. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. You know, jail I remember is not something like, like yeah, people think that I'm writing. So you can't yeah. do that in prison. Yeah. Like he really got like. Hey, man. Yeah, he, he's another figure, dude, that is like. Like and they harassed that motherfucker. I watched this in the same time. I watched this other interview while he was in jail. By the way, he didn't go to jail for rape. He went to jail for inappropriate touching of the buttocks. He went to maximum security prison for that. Really? Yep. Yep. I didn't know. Anyway, that. well, now you know we dropping Tupac Jens fanboy over here. Yeah, he <laughs> shit on Biggie. I mean, uh, I, uh, I, yeah, that, like, that was that was a that was always a weird case because he had that one case where he shot at a cop under yeah. like, uh, uh, off duty officer. Too often, too and then he then he was at a party or a thing where a baby got shot. Yeah, that was in Marin. Yeah, that was, and, in, and, that was in and so so when that happened, then he got accused of uh, the hotel room situation where he says that the girl got gang banged by people in the room, but he left. Uh, he just watched. He just why he cuckold that whole situation. But my situ my my idea is like I never understood what he really went to jail for. So yeah, okay. you're telling me if all he ended up getting convicted for was uh, inappropriate touching, mm -hmm. then that seems oh. a little drastic. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, did, so yeah, I didn't I didn't like I didn't like the end of the movie. It was, <laughs> it was just whack, you know. 
it was cool the first parts you know watching him you know you, you know. send me that uh that that interview where he's talking to his boy oh yeah over the phone that, his that wife was, recorded that it's pretty cool yeah, huh? yeah it was cool yeah. to see him like like realistic you know what i mean like Normal. where not not the image of yeah but then you'll see like glimpse of it right mm-hmm. when he was talking he will say some shit uh but when he was his plans and ideas that he had were like legit you know i was like yeah that would work you know yeah. wanted to like uh build community build, build communities um and have the rappers like adopt communities but then also they were gonna they were planning to like organize where they would tell the the head whoever is controlling the the drugs in that area tell them hey how about could we have the streets from this time to this time and then you have them at night right if that sounds like a plan if they were reasonable people you know probably be like yeah all right you know you know freaks come out at night and uh and then also talking to the cops because that's the way you change shit, you know, to change a neighborhood or whatever. You had to, you also have to include the people that are all in there, yeah. including mm-hmm. the fucking villains, if they are villains, yeah, you know, or whatever have you, you know. So it's like you have to include everybody. You can't just say you kick them out here because that's when the problem happened. And that made sense where he was like, we could get rappers. He was talking about Ice Cube and Red you know, this and that, yeah. And, but then you hear like where where I, I like when he was talking about you got some insight in his when he was talking about the the guy was getting jumped by those two undercover cops and he ends up helping him the dude runs away mm-hmm. doesn't help him out a lot and then he was like oh man and how he was like he comes from a, a hip more of a hippie background where it's like i love brothers and shit like that but then they're the same ones to fucking do you dirty so then he was like kind of like Coming into realization, of those realization things. that he has to come gangster with it too, where you can't just. He's like, yeah, you pumped. know, yeah. So that that was interesting to see because I was like, yeah, I can see how that could fucking change your brain, you know, where you're like very like pro black and all this stuff, but then you're getting fucked over by the same people that you're calling brothers and shit, you know, yep. and um, you know, no, but it was a good, it was a good interview. But then he, how he was talking about, no, now I'm coming gangster first. You know, and I think that kind of pushed him over to the side, right? Where he was just constantly like putting a target on him, and there you go, wasted talent. Yep. Unfortunately, they put a pretty cool, uh, I guess, stats. He had wrote seven hundred and twenty songs, six albums, like eight movies in a span of fucking seven, eight years and shit. It's crazy. Uh, I was going down a rabbit hole with a guy who's similar to to Tupac, but in the in the Mexican world. This guy named Chalino Sanchez. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. Nope. No, no. Nope. Okay. Tell us. Tell us. And uh, well, there's a picture out there that is Chalino Sanchez and Tupac holding, you know, like kind of like giving each other, you know, photoshopped, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, why? Why they do that? Like, I never because. I mean, I don't know like if you could Google it. Embracing in the front, I like the the, the the prison one. You know, like the prison one where you're uh, kneeling down and uh, like, throwing hands. Like a romantic one. No, like, no, kind of like more of shit. Like let it go. You know, but it's funny. It's it's crazy because you know, like uh, Snoop Dogg listens to him and shit. Well, he he was big in in the Mexican community during the '90s, right? So I really didn't listen to it 
back in the days because I was more listening to Colombian shit when I was growing up. But, you know, uh, my, uh, I started listening to them and started learning about the history of them and shit. And when you Google them, right, and when you watch a video, one of the main videos that come up is this one where they call it the death note, right? And you see this dude, he's having a great time and someone in the crowd hands him a death note. Right, hands him a note and he reads it. Dude, his persona changed so much. He starts sweating and he's like, Holy shit. And then you can see him like, Fuck, no one knows what's on that note. And then he rips it, he uh, messes it, you know, bundles it up and throws it on the ground and continues playing the show. Not too long after that, found dead. Right. And um, could they have laced the, the, no, no, they shot him. Uh, like Tupac, ah. so, but the 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 reason why they were calling him kind of like the Tupac because there's hell a legend to him, right? They're like they were wondering who killed him. They didn't know who killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, but his story, he starts blowing up like Tupac because he got shot at, right? You know how Tupac got shot. Right. He was uh, um, and then he kind of blew up even more after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, the same thing with him. He 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 leaves Mexico and uh, he starts, you know, hanging out in, in L.A. and he starts putting a band together and shit like that. And and he's singing in a certain way that it's different from from everyone. He started doing these things called narco corridos. Right. Mm-hmm. Where he's like making music for narcos. Right. And. He starts getting really popular and all the stuff is selling in the swap me. So he starts selling a lot of, you know, music out of the trunk in L.A. Yeah. I thought he was only from Mexico, but it turns out that he was just most of the time he was in L.A. He left Mexico uh, for supposedly going up to a, a drug dealer and shooting him. So he had the bounce. That's one of the legends. There's so many. So he goes. And he does a, 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 a sh- when he's in, in America and he does a show at, uh, what's that festival they do in California? Monterey? No, 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 other one. Coachella. Coachella. Oh. Coachella. So he's doing a show in Coachella and this is doing the front row and he's telling him to play a song, this song that he likes, right? And then he's like, he's bothering the whole time. And the guy's like, play the song. And then he's like, fuck, all right, I'll play the song. And he's going to start playing it. And then he goes into a different song. The dude gets so mad, he goes up on stage. Goes up on stage. And then, well, he didn't know, Chalino also carries a gun. So dude pulls out the gun, and they just start firing at each other. And Chalino's a fucking, on stage. He gets shot twice in the lungs and shit. But Chalino's shooting at him. He runs into the, the, the dude runs into the crowd. He's shooting at the crowd. The dude's shooting back. This one person gets hit. He probably, Chalino probably shot someone, and but they, they, uh, they don't know exactly what happened. If it was from Chalino's uh, gun or the other dude's gun. Uh, but the other dude ends up getting pinched for that murder. Who's still serving time in prison for that. Right. But after that, Chalino Sanchez is in the hospital in uh, critical condition, punctured lung and everything. And then he, uh, you hear all the the rumors that it was the drug dealer getting revenged. You know, he was banging the drug dealer's wife. 
Um, and uh, he starts blowing up overnight. He starts blowing up overnight and shit. And the truth was that it was just some random fucking bum, you know, <laughs> some dude that was just like, like them so much, but was drunk and was also like, fuck you. And he was like, fuck you too. And they start shooting each other. Right. That's fucking nuts. That's, that's yeah. kind of Tupac too. Cause that's what happened. To exactly. So after that, he starts blowing up, blowing up. Now there was rumors that Chalino, cause they don't know too much about him. Because there's a lot of mystery to his life where they don't that he was also he went to jail for a minute. And in jail, he met a lot of people. And the way he got, you know, spend his time in jail and got favors from other people, he would write songs from uh from the, the narco dudes. Okay. And he would play these songs. And and then when he got out, the same narco guys were funding him. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they recorded his albums and shit. And he was like, just record this song for me but the thing is that he would say he would sing about a certain narco dude hmm. and his rival yeah. so he a lot of other people started looking at him like oh so you're with them dudes then all right all right so he was also getting funded by the cartels yeah, yeah, also yeah. they were using I it too i forgot why huh i think i did hear this story before when i was at somebody's house right and they, were, and they, they were playing the songs like oh the guy that sings this song and he was saying that he was doing cartel music and went from one side to another and then back then i was like oh because he went to whoever paid him yeah so yeah so that's what's happening with do that huh too short used to do that exactly that was what i was going to bring that up too because too short used to do the same thing would just use uh, the other people's lives and shit and write record songs to it so this guy chalino also they were using him for funneling uh like for taxes and shit like that and I guess laundering money and shit like that. So he was still connected. And so then they offer him to go back to Sinaloa, where he's from. And they were like, we'll give you 20 grand, 10 right now and 10 when you come down here. And he was like, all right. And they were telling him, don't go, don't go, don't go. And he was like, all right, let me go. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to go. If I die, I die. So he goes down there and he does like, two shows and that last show where they handed him the death note that was his last show and he was with his brother and two ladies and these cops pulled them over and they're like you gotta come with us and then they're and he was like oh okay i'll go with you guys and he went mm -hmm. uh so they wouldn't hurt his brother and the two ladies and the show and the story the rumor goes that the guy took him to this thing in front of hella farmers and were like we're gonna kill you we're gonna kill you but let me tell you uh, the guy was like, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of you. And he was like, yeah, no problem. Do what you got to do, man. That's what he told him. Just do what you got to do and shot him twice in the neck. Mm -hmm. And uh, they found him, you know, dead and shit like that. And then the room, then the rumors who killed them, what cartel killed them. And so there was like, um, there was a song later on. There was this other group that recorded a song that said, that left uh, like uh, clues on who killed them. Yeah. With the, you know, with something with the calendar and all the shit you had to like listen to it. And once you listen to it, you know, and, and some people figured it out and they figured it out that it was um, El Chapo's right hand man that killed them.
yeah. had him killed because his his name, that dude, uh, his brother got killed supposedly by Chalino Sanchez. Gotcha. You know, and supposedly Chalino Sanchez killed this dude who was the brother of El Chapo's right-hand man. And that's why they whacked him. It was the supposed drug dealer that he killed before he left. No, no, no. This was like later on because he would, supposedly he was still doing runs and shit. Got you. You know, he was still doing runs and kind of like life, man. Yeah, no, because he was like that. Yeah. And then, you know, they shit like that. They were interviewing his his the guy who wrote his songs, who wrote with him, the accordion player. Yeah. And he was saying, yeah, they they he's like they killed him for that reason. But he wasn't the one who killed him. Chalino didn't do it. Chalino didn't do it at all. They shouldn't have killed him for that. And you and then, but they had to make an example out of him. Yeah, he was living the fast life. So yeah, no, for real, dude. But I was like, oh shit, no, no wonder that picture made a lot of sense. Now it makes more sense. I mean, you know, that picture with Tupac. Because I was like, yeah, I could see the correlation between them two with cats. For sure, you know, but that was uh, that was oh man, education on the Banda singers. Oh, and that started the whole like narco corridos. Not started it. But kind of like made it more popular. The people who started that shit was los uh, Bronco. No, 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 no. Los Tigres del Norte. Los Tigres del Norte. Yeah, you see, you know what's up. And then, uh, <laughs> but now, look, if you keep looking, it, 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 those narco corridos got worse, dude. They're talking about fucking blowing up heads and sawing them off and shit like that. Even some of the dudes are getting murked. Yeah. Just like him, they're, they're getting killed. Their families are getting marked over there and shit like that. Crazy, because they're like singing these songs and shit well, about telling crimes and yeah. I sure pretty much reading in the newspaper probably and coming up with songs. Yeah, dude, dangerous. Um, Fuck wow. that. What y'all? I saw what y'all a Joe Pesci movie. What I movie? Joe Pesci. I, I wanted a. I realized that I've seen him before, and I, I've tried to wonder where I saw him besides Home Alone. He was in fucking Moonwalker, right? The Michael Jackson movie. Uh-huh. Who was anyway, it? Anyway, I wasn't watching this one movie called with him in it. It's called My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just dope. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. funny. You it's never watched good, Goodfellas? Yeah. I don't watch that one. Oh my I watched God. The, I watched Casino with him in it. I'll probably watch that one next. You should watch after wa- I watching I was after watching that shit. I was like, man, this dude is exactly like my friend Juan in that movie. I was <laughs> like, like, holy shit, you are Joe. Oh, that motherfucker. That motherfucker. My cousin Vinny. You punch the same way you jump and punch. <laughs> motherfuckers, it's just tall. Hey, when he did that in the movie, dude, I was dying. Oh my God, it was hilarious. That movie's great. That movie's, that movie's tight. Marissa Tomei is fucking gorgeous. Oh, my. oh yeah, man. Great. Oh, yeah, that movie was great. I just. It was dope. It was great. Yeah, no, um, I avoided that movie like the plague all my life. And I think it was like during the break, uh, when we were out of work during COVID. For real? Yeah, that's when I decided. That's when you watched it? Like I said, I never, like, it's one of those movies that you've seen on TV so many times, you think you've watched it. You know, oh, it's, it's like uh-huh. you see little pieces of it here and there, here and there. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think I understand what that movie's about. But then now I, I really sat down, just like he was, and watched it. And yeah, I walked away saying, yeah, that movie's actually pretty fucking funny. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it holds up. Uh, 
Yeah, it does. It's great, it, it, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, I'm right. What else is new? Yeah, um, fucking talking shit. But the Goodfellas, the Goodfellas is something that's not acceptable, Hugo. You should have been watched that movie, dude. Sure, Juan. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, that's, that's very unacceptable. I ended up watching a movie on the flight that I wish I would have never watched. What? Which was fucking uh, the latest John Cena movie with fucking uh, Fast and the Furious. I was like, man, oh, hey, they wasted that, that man's talents. Dude, hey, man, Peacemaker. Peacemaker's oh, fucking Peacemaker great. is Duh. Oh, you gotta yeah, watch that shit. Oh shit is my lord, funny, that shit is hilarious. Definitely not for kids. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. I'll watch. It. In the, the fucking Suicide Squad. I yeah, that dude. It's, it's that yeah. world is just expanded. It is yeah. hilarious. Gave them life, dude. Dude, like, I guess Warner Brothers is mad because of 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 them using the Justice League in it or some shit. But I'm yeah. like, dude, <laughs> Peacemaker just made y'all relevant again. Yeah, Suicide man. Squad. Get the up. fuck dude, out the, of the here. Sec- the second Suicide Squad was great, and, great. and that one, yeah. and Peacemaker, the the best, the best shit. Hands yeah. down, that 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 DC's done. I'm kind of skeptical about that Batman movie, dude. Really? Oh yeah, I heard it's super one? long too. Yeah, I, I was watching kind of the stuff, and then I'm like, "Oh man, they're just really emphasizing this Catwoman and Batman scenario." And then I'm like, "Dude, as I, long as she's not licking milk out of a bowl like fucking uh, I did, uh, Halle Berry, Storm, Halle Berry, like get the fuck out of here, me, <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of here." Did you watch the solo movie? No, I, I watched the Catwoman solo one. Is that <laughs> what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and horrible. it was horrible. I've never watched it before. It was, it was, it was whack. I mean, it was like, is she good? Did she are horrible? Did she do things like that? No, 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 no. She was just, <laughs> just you, it's kind of like Michelle Pfeiffer did it pretty good. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer was so, oh, yeah, bad. man. Yeah. We were so young and impressionable, dude. We yeah, fell in love with that, bitch. yeah, dude. She was so dope. Uh, Poison Ivy was solid too. Oma Thurman? Yeah, she was Poison Ivy, dude? Nah, I'd rather be having her with some swords and working on her big toe than... And Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman costume was dope. Yeah, that that was great. Like, in this one, it was more like... I don't know, it felt more like... I don't know, it it was different. You watched the new one? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the one with uh, Halle Berry. Uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Oh, but the, the one with the the other lady, the Hathaway chick. That oh, Catwoman. that was nice too. Oh yeah, no, she she did good too. She, yeah, she did a good cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was one of my that was one of my favorite ones as well. No, she did tight. Yeah, her action figure got hips. No, in that movie, she was badass. Too. Yeah, like, straight up. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like when I went out of that theater, it's like I know there was a lot of things that happened in that movie while we watched it, but Anne Hathaway totally went up. Yeah, uh, after that movie because I didn't, I was never really popping on her. I was like, ah, you know, some just, just some bland Caucasian bitch. You know what I mean? Like who, who gives a fuck about these? But the then, Devil Wears after, Prada. Yeah, the after oh, after that shit. movie, Sex Appeal went up for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, y'all listen to anything new? Ooh, what did I listen to new? Shit, man, I can't even think of anything. No, no. I gave what did I listen to? I gave Three Feet High Rising a chance. I've it never came out in nineteen eighty nine. It came out in nineteen eighty nine. Remember that? Yeah, and uh. I like the later part of that album, but 
for the most part, I feel like I really have to get, I really have to listen to it. It's almost like being taught something. And I didn't like it. You think you I mean, thought it was that heavy? Yeah. I didn't, I, don't think that, I didn't think that I, album was, that was one of me, the lighter albums that they did it up doing. Well, I don't know. I, I just felt like I had to really force myself to fucking like it or listen to it or somehow. Yeah, no. The same, it, it's, the it, same it, way with Tribe. You know, unless it's Midnight Marauders, I could play that shit all fucking day long. But like and, everything and else, you're per- that, and that's perfectly right. That's perfectly right because they were they were, when when they did traveling, when they did traveling path or whatever that long ass title is, and and when they did three feet high and rising, they were they were almost like hopping onto the scene with a whole package. Like, hey, we've got this look. We got this Afrocentric look. We've got this Afrocentric vibe. No one's doing this. So if you notice, the second albums from both of those groups were way more mellow. Mm. La So Is Dead is way more mellow. A lot of people prefer that album, Balloon Mind State, and uh, the stakes is high album over that. Like not many you will <clears throat> is very okay. very few and far between that you will see people say that three feet high and rising was one of their favorite albums from De La Soul. Is uh, wrong with it, but it is a time capsule of that time. Mm, yeah, you know I mean it's very. I can't different. remember what songs were on stage nine. What, what songs were on that one? Me, myself, and I, buddy. You know, um, potholes in my lawn. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, it's just more, just more quirky, more quirky songs, right? I mean, you know, Buddy was the, ty- the, the, the was my favorite one from that whole album. You know what I mean? Uh, because yeah. I was a dope ass posse cut. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but well, I, uh, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I mean, and and, and in reality, it's it's hard to. Like I, I try to. If there's another like jazzy album that I really like that I think is pretty fucking dope. I can play back and forth. Is that uh, uh, Butterfly Mecca? What's the group? Uh, Diggable oh, Planets. Planets. Yeah. That album's fucking dope. Yeah. yeah. I, that was the first album I played for my kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that album. While he was while he was born in the hospital, I just put it on the speaker. Now, yeah, that album's that like that type of jazz. Like I, like it, it's more. I don't know, man. It's just more live. Like yeah. Well, the, that should put the, me to sleep. You got to get the three feet, the three feet <laughs> like, high and rising you know. album, though. That that that's three feet high and rising is definitely not jazzy. It's more, it's more high energy, hectic sounds, more sporadic beats. You know what I mean? They weren't really. It wasn't really like that, dude. Now, now Tribe's first album when they did uh, "Benita Apple Bomb" and mm-hmm. those things that had more of a jazzy sound. So Tribe had that more than three than De La. Later on, De La started to go that route. They started yeah. having more bass-driven songs. So definitely, uh, I, I could understand people not liking that album, and I don't fault anybody for not liking that album. Um, but the rest of their catalog is definitely one of the one of the best. Have you seen that documentary, Hugo? The one of Tribe with uh, when they're fighting on stage. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. That was dope. 
Um, yeah, man. I'm glad we, to, uh, I'm glad we never got to that point, Juan. Yeah. Fight yeah. on stage? Yeah, fight on yeah, stage. Like hating each other. Yeah, but not. But yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, we're making fun of each other. No, like no, no. Literally, I said in the backstage, I hate you. Oh, oh, <laughs> um, I listened I to up, the oh. uh, body bag Ben. It's like some rapper. I think it's from, I think it's from California. Um, he, I think he produces and raps. I'm not, I'm sure that album is cool. Um, listen to Big Crit, Big Crit's um, that shit sucked. <laughs> that shit sucks so bad. I mean, at first uh, I was like, oh man, you know, he's showing off his musical skills. Okay, he's he's the and then by the time I got to like the 10th song, I'm like, oh man, he's turning into CeeLo Green. You know what mm. I mean? That's what he wants to he wants to do. He wants to, you know, go that route. But of course they're gonna pinhole him in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just not not my flavor. It's just definitely not my flavor. The Alchemist and Currency album uh, that just dropped last week. Uh-uh. I was that was like nah. I didn't need that album at all. They needed to put more thought into that album. That that shit could have that shit could have waited for sure. It didn't. Uh-huh. It need to. They 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 needed to do more songs and then maybe pick out some better ones because the the ones that they release is not. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, I did listen to an alchemist, uh, just like uh, just him by himself, like his beats. Yeah, he does a beat tape, yeah. He, he yeah, but this one was more ambient. Yeah, they, oh oh oh, you talking about the one where it's a world, like a soundtrack one? Yeah, I think so. It's co- it's like a globe on the cover. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of, was it purple? Oh my tripping. Well, there's two, there's ones there's ones that he had called out. Talk about uh, uh, a story to tell, or it's. A story of us or some shit like that. I think so. I was listening to. And, I was just listening to a couple of. His and then albums. he had one. Then he had one recently that he dropped that was a, a soundtrack to some documentary. I think. Oh, maybe there was that one. It was just like a lot of ambient stuff. Yeah, it's it's actually it was actually pretty. That was well done for what it was. Yeah. It was well done. You know what I mean? It was only five songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah was, and then also uh, electric prunes. The the shit that David like- Axelrod. Uh huh. That's what it sounded like. Not all of it, but a lot of it was was uh, kind of hitting on the garage rock shit, uh-huh. you know, psychedelic stuff. Yeah. And then it was with the orchestra and a lot of religious stuff. Yeah. I guess it was like like it was a religious album, like a Christian, you know, theme record. You know. Yeah. No. But, Cause I was like, I never listened to the whole thing. I just remember listening to Holy Are You. Yeah. And then that's it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I never listened to the electric prunes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can hear like in Holy Are You, how it kind of like does that funky shit with the basses. The basses like goes pro- prog rock pretty hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of like in which the electric prunes were doing things that were totally different. Yeah. You know, they were doing more like that garage, I guess psychedelic shit you know yeah no a lot of that music that a lot of that music if you're not uh familiar with what he's talking about in particular like there's a lot of groups um who can who david axelrod um i guess the person that you i you know the the, the person that you gave me this last week sid barrett i mean you know in pink floyd they were like the forefront of what would become that 
Yeah. But like, like the- think about it. Like, you know, not not so much Steely Dan, but the idea of a of a jazz based rock band with really talented artists then went more more analog, I guess you could say, just more grungier. Yeah, like they had electric guitars and you know, just it started experimenting with synthesizers. You know, uh, who was another group, dude, that um, was something similar to the that not Echo and the Bunny Man, but no, that was later. That was later. Uh, uh, for like what, like prog rock? Yeah, well, the we can, yeah, can that 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 can. was the weird looking Jeffro Tall. Jeffro Tall was considered that. Yeah, they're considered that. It's what, the, what about the Almond Brothers? No, that's more that southern rock rock shit. Kind of like with the uh I would put them there with it's the kind of like hard rock, kind of like rock rate, really like American southern rock and shit. Cause for for a little bit, a lot of people were trying to do that, right? Like with uh Leonard Skinner when they got famous. Yeah. You know, you had uh that it would start blending in with a little bit of country and shit like that. So, nah, it's good times. It's always, always, uh, you know, as people who I'm the, it's funny that you bring that up because, like, right now, I'm kind of not in a, I want to say a beat block. You know, there's never a block. It's just that there's nothing, nothing triggering creativity right now. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of the samples that I'm choosing right now are just, you know, it's just not, you know, not making any ideas. Like I'm still working. So mm-hmm. I'm still like, you know, trying to, trying to sample. And then I'm like, ah, you know, eh, whatever. Okay. There's no idea function here. Then I move on to another sample and I'm like, oh, okay, this one's a little bit better. You know, I, every, every day this week, you know, I've been trying to do two, you know, two flips at least uh, nice. not aside, aside from, the exchange, you know, just trying to do two flips and just trying to find, just trying to find a new batch of samples, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, I'm kind of stuck right now. And I think it's mainly just because of my material, my source material right now. So, yeah, yeah I just need to start getting back into listening to um, other music. Um, not necessarily other music. I'm always listening to other music. Um you know, there's I, there's always a day out of the week I'm listening to something other than hip hop, uh, but I, I I don't know maybe I just need to start digging a little deeper with the artists or maybe go go specific with a country or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, yet. you know mm. what I mean. Just just go, just go, just go out there a little bit for a little bit of time. But either way, let's get into this beat exchange. Beat exchange. Let them know what the beat exchange is. Yeah, man. The beat exchange. This is the part of the show where we start showcasing our beat making abilities by giving each other a sample that's um, non-traditional. Nothing that's, uh, you know, that's unorthodox, if you will. Sometimes we will reach back to a classic one and try to challenge ourselves to use that very known sample as a as a new flip but the idea is you use any machine that you want uh you would only use the sample and you would just add drums 
to the song itself. Uh, if you do make any low frequencies out of it, it does have to, you know, be the source of the bass has to be from the song itself. However you do that, that's totally up to you. Um, but yeah, the, the, you know, the, we give each other the songs. So last week we did Willy Wonka and uh, what was the other one? Oh, the Outlaw Blues Band, Deep Gully. Yeah. Okay, so that Deep Gully one is, is because uh, I see it in the file. Okay, that was last week. So okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So this week we, I gave you Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett's last song with Pink Floyd before he lost it completely. Uh, the song was called uh jug jug band blues okay and also you gave me earth wind and fire keep your head to the sky uh, um fuck you for that good song. sorry dude i should have gave you emily holy it was hard nothing dude nothing <laughs> i had trouble with mines too man because it's like you know i will talk about it. you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna play both of them okay i'm gonna play both of the songs and then i'll go into the other things okay Let's see. Hopefully, a yeah, of course, a commercial. Edit. All right. Sid Barrett. And I'm most obliged to you for making it clear that I'm not here. And I never knew you could be so big. And I never knew. The other reason I picked this song for you is because of the video, you know, the video. I could use it with the whole like uh, image thing. Gotcha. For the for the because, you know, now that I pick, you know, stuff for you, yeah. I'm also looking at what I could use to do the edits on the Instagram page, you know? Oh, OK. I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, OK. This is what you did.
pretty fresh. Pretty that sounded fresh. like that was uh, what was inside Sid Barrett's head. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of the most difficult ones because I'm like, dude. There's I'm sorry. Nothing, nothing, there's nothing there. Uh, there's no melody. So I'm like, okay, you know, let me, uh, I'm just going to have to make two, three mini beats to keep the beat moving. And if I can keep the same fucking drum break on it, then I'll be, I'll be all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, it took me like two days to, to really do it. And, and uh, but I got it. I, I, the one thing I did like um, out of the scenario uh, is that I did a, I recorded me playing with the filter. Uh-huh. So if you hear him going, la, 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 I'm just playing with the, with the low pass filter uh-huh. and going up and down with it. And so it created like a, uh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Effect, you know what I mean? And so then hey, it's um, more yellow. I, I, I like uh, that's the only thing I did like out of it. Nice. Well, okay. You gave me Earth, Wind and Fire. Hold on real quick. Fucking commercials, dude. I tell you. problem with it sampling it too uh i really like the 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 kind of like the sitar they had going on there uh oh but anyways this week we got a um a submission nice there was, there was three three uh folks that hit me up during they, they were like yo what, what do i do i was like yo, okay you do this i do the whole thing and i send them the information and None of them came through <laughs> except for the dope digger. And uh, this is what she did. And she uh, she t- she chose the Earth, Wind, and Fire one. To 
bass shit right here is dope. I wanted the drums to sound on mine by the way more like bouncy yeah and the way i did it and i'll show you in a minute it didn't work out but shout out to the dope digger please go check out her page on ig uh she got a beat tape coming out so keep an eye out for that here let me show you mine yeah it came out fresh man funky fresh let's see where's it at okay there it goes here's mine Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, man. That shit is fucking. That was. No, I was trying to make because I spent a lot of time trying to do like the more, like double time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi hat, just bouncy bounce, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, man. 
I was like, oh, I quit. <laughs> I'm the way they come, man. You know what I mean? It, sound, it was very fitting. Everything was perfect there. And, and thank it was you for, um, for the participant who who also joined in on the uh, beat exchange. Yeah. Um, this right one, I got you. Oh, I know you're going to fucking. <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't even that bad. It wasn't even that okay, bad. okay, okay. I was like, oh, he's going to give me back for the Sid Barrett shit. No, oh, no, no. Actually, uh, that video that I sent you earlier was uh, pretty much what uh, what Commodores. There it is. Ooh, the Commodores. Cool, man. My knee feels better. Nice. Okay, you sending me this? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh man, the whole style was written. <laughs> instruments from the 80s like the guitar these guys are playing yeah. fucking horrible and then he's playing that keyboard yeah <laughs> horrible i'm glad you picked the 80s because i picked uh, some some 80s for you too Ooh. yeah this is gonna be an interesting one for you hold on real quick here we go Say what? I'm surprised they don't play the John Forte track more often. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a good one, right? That was a fucking fantastic one. All right, all right, all right. That sounds 
That sounds fantastic. Seems like a good challenge. Some people ask me why the why the samples like that, and I'm like, because it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah, it's like yeah, no, you're not gonna get. I mean, occasionally you you throw something at me, and I throw something at you. It's like yo, flip this one. Yeah. But you know it ain't supposed to be a walk in the park. No, no. Now, exactly. I could, you know, we could I could throw you some Les McCann from the album Layers, and then yeah, you could find some samples in that motherfucker. But nah, man. Yeah, remember the time you gave me the fucking cars for kids, cars for kids, and then you gave me fucking the theme to like how it's made. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Ah. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I had to make it work. Oh, that's crazy. I had to make it work. You gotta make it work. You gotta make it slap somehow. How he got to man? That's no doubt. Hey man, and to all the people out there releasing music this week, we got Qualms. We have uh, Chef Mike. He released one, and so the Chill the God released Chill the God. 4 a.m. that features Hugo Monster and myself on there, along with Dirty Winters, and I believe uh, Links 196.9. Wow. A nice. Taste of Vomit. That's also, he's on there as well. Uh, who else released? Oh, Brycon and Professor Gable also released one. The reason why I'm mentioning these people, because these are all independent artists that uh, definitely has shown love to us in the past. So we're yeah. going to put that back out there. Yeah, and they also, uh, some of them also uh, participated in the beat challenges. For sure, for sure. Um, and, and then if you're curious about everything in the Common and Normal family, just head over to the Bandcamp. Common and Normal is where you're going to want to go look, and then you'll be able to see all the shit right there. That's going to also include 21 Grams. Ooh. The Tenebrae album is also out right now on Black Buffalo Records. Uh, I am in my feels right now because I, I see... I got my copy. I, I see oh, that guy God. promoting... Everybody else, but our album. So yeah, <laughs> I'm putting gonna put him on notice this week. Uh, I don't understand why the album is not being promoted, even though other people have reached out uh, and are playing it on their platforms. And to them, I am very thankful for uh, the cats out in France. They run a they run a radio station out there. Thank you for playing that. I can't pronounce the name of the show. I think it's the Rancha Mix or something like that. Uh, and and some 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 other some other DJ cat that I can't fucking think of right now. He showed love as well uh, to nice. the, the songs in the mix. So yeah, man, you know, uh, independent music is still out there live and thumping. So uh, definitely go check out everybody that I mentioned: Common and Normal, Brightcon, and and, and uh, Professor Gable. Uh, go out there and check out those artists today. And thanks again yeah. to the Dope Digger for participating. Dope Go check digger. out our page. Great page. Good music. Yeah. Stay tuned. We always appreciate it. And uh, Hugo, do you mind informing them if they want to participate in the Yes, yes. They need to do? Go to, uh, to the Beat Exchange Dinette. By the way, we're going to be changing the URL to BEP.net soon. And um, you want to go ahead and send an email to beatexchangepodcast at gmail.com with subject line sample challenge. And uh, submit the uh, the the challenge there, and then we'll play it on the show. And if yeah. you want to reach us and leave us the number, make sure you call us at 415-504-2854. Again, yes, 415-504-2854. Yes, call in. Call in. Up. 
Yes, say what's going on to everybody. Charlie Chingus, you could go see his Bandcamp to go listen to his beat tapes that he has exclusively on Bandcamp. And I also, you have it on Spotify and shit too? Yep. Lord Quantum, uh, the Commence album, and also, what am I, Ghost, Ghost Tones. Ghost Tones, that's the other one that I'm missing out there. Hugo Monster, he has things in the works, man. We're checking out. In the out. works. He's got videos that are about to come out, y'all. With some dope rap hands. Oh my lord. Rap hands are official. Hip hop is not dead. Nah, Limit Break and him have been getting down like a muv. So yeah, definitely look out for Hugo Monster. Head over to where Hugo to check out your music and your Make action. sure UgoMonster.com and then the Instagram. Look at my link tree or my bio. And then yeah. follow me on there, man. I also sell action figures. Shit's fun, it's popping. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. And then uh yeah. come peep me out at Pavo Music. You hit me up on Instagram. I'm even on TikTok, not doing a damn thing, but just come join. There anyways. Check out uh, also the Beat Exchange yep. Instagram page. Yep, the Beat Exchange Instagram page. Make sure to go there and then you'll see everybody and all the posts that we do. And then you everybody will participate in and everybody. And just know to everybody that participates in the in the beat exchange that your music will be your beat will be used for the future compilations that will be coming. Also, that compilation volume three is out right now. I go over to the Bandcamp page. That's all available on links on Instagram on our social media page at Pavo Music at Charlie Chingus at Hugo Monster. Also at the Beat Exchange Podcast. We appreciate yeah. everybody for tuning in every single week. And remember, delete your browser history. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Oh shit! I forgot to I play the fucking out. outro. <laughs> I want to shout out Marina because she listens to this shit. Oh. So. Uh, yeah. Hello, Marina. <laughs> Shout out to Marina. Yeah.